each gift that is bestowed upon me, allow me to hold on to gratitude. My mind is in control of my body. My feet are planted in the overabundant waters of prosperity. Shower me with selflessness. Balance me with an ultimate love for myself. Ensure my mind stays intact, holding on to all knowledge I've acquired, as well as the humility to admit when I do not know. My search for something new <laughs> is satisfied. Never concerned with the opinions of others, I am a part of that spark that changes the world by staying consistently me. Welcome to Gangsta Holistic, a form where we elevate your mind, body, and spirit through real conversation. Hosted by Jay Allen and the beautiful Dr. Ronnie. Ronnie, you ready? You cannot be committed to your bullshit and your growth. You have to choose one. Know what the protocol is. Drink plenty of water. If, you know, water is the best. If you do not eat a healthy regimen of fruits and vegetables, and you actually enjoy the food that you're eating, then nine times out of ten, something is going on with your blood. That underlying condition, that primary condition that you are hiding, is getting worse. Welcome, 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 people, to the Gangsta Holistic Podcast. Okay, okay. I am your host, Jay Allen, and I am joined by my beautiful, lovely co host. I've been running with her for a while, y'all. Doctor. <laughs> Hey, 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 what's, what's up going today, on? Alan? Hey. Hey, what's hey, I'm feeling good today, right? It's the first show. We're gonna start this thing off right, okay? And let me just explain a- to you guys what a little yeah, let me explain to y'all what gangster holistic is and what it's all about. Basically it's a it's a form to elevate, like I said, your mind, your body and your spirit. I mean, it's for us to all grow, okay? Baby steps count too, all right? This is not a form to judge anyone. I don't care if you vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, fruititarian, you eat meat. I don't care what you do, okay? As long as you're trying to elevate in some type of way, this is for you, okay? Call us up, all right? The number is 929-477-4065. Once again, that's 929-477-4065. Gangsta Holistic saying better than yesterday, y'all. All right, so our topic today is my mind is in control of my body. Yes, once again, my mind is in control of my body. Dr. Rondas, I'm going to let you just preach on that just a little bit. Talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> Come on. Then. Well, Come on with you it. know, the mind ought to be in control of the body. Oftentimes we see that there's a total disconnect with, with what is going on mentally, physically, psychologically uh, within people. And so it's imperative that your mind, the controlling center, is in control of what we do every day. Thought processes, things that we eat, decision-making, 
yeah, we, we have to be in control. And it starts yeah. from the center of the brain, from your central nervous system. I agree. Now, y'all know Dr. Rhonda may have to put y'all over her knee and, like, spank y'all a little bit later. That's just how she get down, y'all. I, I can't, you know. She, hey, she West Coast, all right? She a little bit everywhere. She West Coast, she down, south, no, East Coast, she everywhere, y'all, okay? Respect. Right, okay. Right, right. Now, 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 when we talk about working on yourself, like, yo, that shit right there is a lot of work, okay? It requires oh, a yeah. lot of time. A lot of times it requires a lot of time alone. And, you know, that's hard for some people. You know, I know for me personally, it was hard. You know, it was hard to mm-hmm. spend that time alone. I'm a people person. I love people, right? But in order to, uh, you you have so many things distracting your day, whether it's work, yeah. whether it's, you know, your kids, whether it's, I mean, how much time do you honestly take to focus on yourself and what you're doing, you know? Right. I think that's the problem nowadays. Yeah. I mean, is it, we just don't, we, we don't have the time. We don't make the time. We can't um, really uh, see in our day where we can put ourselves first. And really the, the, the first law of preservation is preserving thyself. You know, doing what you need to do for yourself, um, right. and by no means is that a selfish statement. It it really is so that you can be fortified and edified for others. So uh, it, it's one of those things that you have to do. You have to make the time during the day to focus on yourself. And um, I tell you, everybody's journey is filled uh, with self reflection self-revelation and that's not an easy task yeah Yeah, it's it's not not that easy no it's not but you know what that is challenges that's the first step though that's definitely the first Mm -hmm. step right and i can appreciate anybody who can take some type of accountability i respect that okay all right so let's go ahead and get into this people if you are just joining us once again the topic of today is my mind is in control of my body. And let me go one step further and say, just like we say in the Gangster Holistic Affirmation that you hear at the start of the show, my mind is in control of my body. Then it says, my feet are planted in the overabundant waters of prosperity. Okay, so once you get that in line, then everything else falls into place. All right, so let's go ahead and take it to our guest of the evening. Now, I, I can't even tell you how I stumbled upon this brother right here. I don't know, all right? But <laughs> I did, right? And when I did, it was just, hey, it was a breath of fresh air, okay? This dude is a really uh, positive brother. Um, his mind, his body, his spirit is in the right place. I mean, he is here to help people. Um, uh, he, this brother even has, his, I mean, his whole family is doing it, right? His his daughter could probably do more push-ups to sit up than you. Okay, straight up. <laughs> okay, right. but so let, let's check this out. So this brother right here, okay, he's a bodybuilder, competing until his 40s. Can you believe that? His 40s, all right? He won open category uh, in competition at age 46. What that means is that he beat people wow. that were, you know, half his age, you know, mm-hmm. okay? This brother won Battle of the Bay in open category to earn his second pro card in the INBF, WNBF Federation, okay? He is a motivational speaker, health advocate, 
I mean, this dude is phenomenal. I want to welcome to Gangster Holistic, brother, Joe Moncola. Brother, you there? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Yes, sir. We can hear you perfectly fine. How you doing? Okay, welcome good. Yeah, show, yeah. So, yeah. How's, how, how's everybody? Hey, man. We doing good. Yeah. Great. All right, all right, all right. Well, welcome to the show, brother. Like I said, man, I started following your page. You've been a big inspiration for me as well as a lot of other people out there. Um, so the topic at hand is my mind is in control of my body. Um, one of the things that you uh, expressed to me when you and I had a conversation was just, you know, your upbringing and some of the stuff that you've been through to kind of just put your mental in a dark place. I just want you to speak on that and just talk to the people. Well, you know, um, just like uh, a lot of other children, uh, I, uh, I was a very uh, poor family and uneducated. We had a very uneducated and poor uh, family, so we didn't have much. And, uh, and no, no father, you know, saying the whole story, you heard it before. And then, you know, being that, you grow up with a lot of insecurities, at least I did. I didn't know where I fit in, you know, a lot of insecurities. And I was raised in, in church. So it, I was very fear-based religion. So I was really a bad kid, like, you know, getting into a lot of, you know, mischief and, and, and stuff like that as a young kid. And then I found out about heaven and hell, and then I got scared into acting right until I got later on in my teens. But it was out of fear. And you okay. and you guys know that anything done out of fear is not, is, is not right. It's not going to turn out the way you want it to turn out. You can never make decisions Correct. out of fear. So as soon as I... Like the tether broke, I hit the streets, started selling drugs and doing all this other stuff, you know, just living that life, uh, abusing alcohol, uh, abusing women, not physically, but I was, you know, uh, verbally and, you know, just not being a good person. And I got to a point where I was seeing physical symptoms of I was killing myself. And this was in my late uh, 30s. You know, I had several children on the way. living this lifestyle and then my last child was born and I had to make a decision whether I wanted to uh, either tap in or, or, or tap out, you know, live or die was the, was the, was the, uh, those were the two alternatives. Cause I know if I kept continuing the lifestyle I was living, I wasn't going to live. I knew this, right? So now let's get to the mindfulness thing. I tried organized religion. I tried the streets, both of them really, put fear in me, you know, either, either fear of getting killed or fear of going to prison and fear of going to hell. You know, they all have rewarding consequences, right? So I said, okay, well, I haven't tried uh, meditation. So this is where my mindfulness started. I sat down one day and I said, okay, I have to deal with what's going on in my mind without this crutch of alcohol, you know, without these vices that I used to try to tame this monster I got in my head, which I think a lot of people go through. And as mm-hmm. I sat, it was not easy. I continued, I, from the first time I sat, I, I stayed sober. It's, it's 10 years since the first time I sat. So the first time I sat, every day, I just, I continue to sit on a regular basis. And what happened is my perceptions started to change. The way I started to feel about others started to change everything started to shift over time. And before I know it, I'm, like, I'm looking at myself like, who, who is this, right? Mm-hmm. So 
my conditioning started to fall off. I, I now started to see who I really was under that the crazy thought patterns that I had my whole life. And as, as they started to fall off, I, I began to step into my power, step into that the, the true self or the higher self. Mm-hmm. And as I continue to do that, opportunities, and now I'm on your radio show right now talking about this, and it all started with mindfulness practice. And even even more so, we got to understand that the mind is not the mind is like a tool. We can use it can be mm-hmm. against us or it can be for us, right? But to change the mind, you have to go beyond the mind, because the mind has got got us into the situation we're in in the first place. And I don't think a lot of people understand that, right? We have to have space for transformation. Mm-hmm. You can't you you can't change the craziness with the same craziness. You can't do it. So you have to find some way to go beyond that, to connect to something higher and something greater than that, to transform your mind, then therefore you can make better decisions with your life. Yeah, you can't meet chaos with chaos. It just isn't a formula that works. Okay, wow. So let me ask you, was it, kind of coming to this or did you were you preparing yourself through books or just is something that just evolved in you um well it, yeah of course there's going to be these really difficult periods and that's growth right so there's there's levels to this and in the growth if you can either get stuck or or you can go beyond that that level is as far as you want to go with it, right? So these challenges keep reoccurring, really testing you, saying, are, are you really about this or are you just talking about this, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to go in and face this directly or are you just going to go back to your old habitual ways, uh, you know, right. use the crutch or, or do whatever you're going to do or are you going to face this head on? We got to understand that our mind, yes, can make our reality, but our mind isn't us. Yes. It's not us. So the crazy thoughts and the crazy things and the doubts and the fears, that's not you. You mm-hmm. are actually the person mm-hmm. watching these things. Mm-hmm. And if you understand right. this, it's just like watching a movie. You know that movie ain't real. You see mm-hmm. it, but you don't have to be engaged in it. After that movie's off, you can get up and walk out, and you know that everything that happened on that screen is not the truth. And right. once you realize that, those things don't have any power over you. Mm-hmm. You see them. If at first, initially, you're you're fearful, you know that that is, is not the truth, and you can mm-hmm. sit in that presence. So sitting in presence creates space for transformation. Mm-hmm. So anytime I started going through a real tough patch, I would just sit with it. I'm not going to mm-hmm. push it away. I'm not going to try something to distract it. I'm not going to do anything, and that's what it's about. It's about sitting with these fears, being with them, and witnessing these things, and, it, and then they yeah. start to lose their power over you. Right, because right. you can't right. acknowledge if, if you don't. Go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry. I was going to say that you you can't change what you don't acknowledge, and so if you're present mm-hmm. in that, um, then it makes you cognizant and aware of what really needs to be changed. Yeah, anything you push away only becomes stronger. You have mm-hmm. to deal with it. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Wait. 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 Wait, brother. Wait. Can you say that one more time? Say that one more time, because I don't know if they they heard it, that. I don't know if they're sleeping with two pillows on that, but <laughs> anything you try to push away and avoid only becomes stronger. 
Hello. Yeah. All right. Now let me let's say this real quick. Let me say this. Uh, let's talk about the language that we use as far as when we speak and uh, how that affects us and things like that. There was something that I that I caught over the net. I thought was very interesting. I'm gonna read it. Uh, it says, "Think about the language that you use." It says, "I caught the flu from that person at work." So basically, you're saying you feel powerless and have no choice but to reach out and catch whatever germ is in the environment, right? Or you mm-hmm. say, my back is killing me. Of course, we all know that implies that your back has a powerful intention to harm you, right? Yeah. Or right. you say, uh, I heard on the news that it's allergy season or it's allergy this, this season, okay? That means that you know today or this season that you will feel miserable. So, the words that we use, they are truly powerful, you know. And that's one oh, thing man. that I try to take out of my vocabulary was I try to be very – I mean, I, I know I can't – I don't even want to say I can see. I watch what I say. Now, I try to speak as little and less negative words as possible. I do. I try to change up my language because you can't always change it up. You can say the same thing, but you can say it a different way. And I mm-hmm. found, for me personally, that that works for me, okay? That works mm-hmm. for me, okay? Another thing I want to say, too, is when, you, when you're working on yourself, it's very important to protect your peace. And that's whatever that is, whatever that means for you, you know. Uh, if it's you not, uh, you know, taking calls for a couple hours or if it's you, uh, you know, falling back from social media or falling back from your friends or not going out as much, whatever that means for you is very important to protect your peace. That's all I want to say. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Going back to the, to the words you speak, uh, they are so powerful. And I, you know, I have clients and different people that say, I'm old. I'm like, ah, I'd be like, no, mm. don't say that. I said, I said, check this out. You ain't never old. I said, for one, a being old is a state of mind. It's a mm-hmm. state of mind. I've seen some people that are damn near a hundred, but the youngest spirit I've ever seen. Old, your body has to age, but you don't never have to get old. And every right. I stop them short. You, they'll come in there and say, my this, my that. I said, no. We don't use can't. We don't use any negative talk here. And the there key to using these positive affirmations, the key to using these positive affirmations, which a lot of people don't get, and when you write affirmations do work, and if you write them down, so this is what I do. I write them all down. Whatever comes to my mind if that day, I write it down, right, a whole, uh, like, a notebook, one, one piece of paper. And after I write mm-hmm. it down, I close the book. And after mm-hmm. I close the book, I sit for a minute. And then I open mm-hmm. the book back up, and I go through one by one, and if I say I am at peace, I stop right there and I feel the peace. I feel it. It's the feeling mm-hmm. that comes with these words, right? Mm-hmm. I am love. I feel the love. I am intelligent. I feel that. And I go through every single word over again until I'm done. And then I close the book and I do another one the next day. Right. So it's actually the feeling. Words are just, words are just a, a signposts. It's the feeling that's attached to that word is what really has the power, right? 
when when someone says I hate this or I, I, I this always happens to me, there's a feeling behind that. It's not just what they're saying; it's the feeling, the emotions behind what they're saying. Yeah, it also shows gratitude, you know, gratitude for the experience, gratitude for the moment. And so when you're able to write those things down and have some reflection upon them, uh, I think that that's a definitely a, a good way spiritually to just show gratitude for, you know, the things that you've come through throughout the day. Yeah, and the challenging, most challenging part about it is doing it when – you don't think things are going that well for you. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. when that that's that that's the challenge. You know, I am grateful no matter what I'm going through right now. You know, I that's am right. going to get through this. This this is helping me to grow. This is something I needed right now in my life, and that's the hardest thing is not to play the victim. Because mm-hmm. believe me, we all have stuff we can play the victim about. You know, if you, you you can always complain about anything. I don't care how good your life is, you can find something to complain about if you want to. And when you don't play the victim, when you take that out of your life, your life changes. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to rewind on that like we're in the reggae club right now. Okay. I need you to say that one more time. About, about When the you take, time. yes, when you take playing the victim out of your life, your life changes. The universe is here to work with you, not against you, if you allow mm-hmm. it. And that's so it's kind of like you're blocked. You're blocked, you know, because of that victim mentality that you can't receive anything else, anything in abundance, because your thought process is 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 kind of centered around victimization. Like a perfect example, you know, when someone has some trauma happen to them by somebody else or a bad mm-hmm. relationship or whatever, and that person just has so much resentment for how they were treated. And right. or you know even something horrible like a murder or something like that, and there's so much hate and resentment mm-hmm. built up in this person's mm-hmm. heart. When they stop playing that bit, when they when they forgive, mm-hmm. it all goes away because they're mm-hmm. not playing the victim anymore. They forgave that person. They released that energy, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and now they're like, you get back to living the life that they want to live. You know, it's it's so important. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So let me ask you this, brother. What would you say? Let me play uh, devil's advocate real quick. So I'm saying, Monk, I grew up, my life was rough. I've been through some shit. All right. You really telling me sitting still is going to help me? I mean, where do I start at? I mean, what, what, what is a, the person who don't know a damn thing about this, right? Where do they start at? Talk to us. You, you know how I did it? You know how I did it? I, I didn't know what to do. Right. This is what brought me to veganism in the first place, be, making a connection with all life. We we don't even realize that that all living things are connected mm-hmm. be, below the be, beyond the physical level. Right. We're all this beautiful light energy and we, we don't even understand. But a meditation brought me to that point where I, I had this understanding. So I stopped eating them. But I just looked it up. I really looked up meditation and I go. Whatever I whatever I seen, and I went to the bathroom was my first spot, and I used to go in the bathroom in just short periods of time, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, got up to 20 minutes, now sometimes an hour and a half in a day. But um, it's really pretty simple, but then it's difficult to do, right? Most people's excuses mm-hmm. are, oh, my mind is too busy mm-hmm. to meditate. That's like saying I'm I'm too out of shape to go to the gym. It doesn't make any sense. If your mind is too busy, right. you should be the one 
working on this mindfulness mm. thing. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. You, you're just yeah. telling me you are the best candidate for this practice, right? Mm. So the first thing you're going to recognize when your mind is too busy is you don't want to hear what's, what it's talking about, problems. Yeah. You want to hear the fear, the negativity, the what ifs, the how bad your life is is going, uh, all this negative chatter that you hear. If it was all good, you would love to meditate, right? If you just sat down mm-hmm. and in your mind told you how wonderful your life was and how good everything was, then you wouldn't be had no problem with it. The problem is yeah. you see how crazy your mind really is and you don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So really, it's just about sitting in stillness with your mind and processing what you're seeing and not being attached to it. And I'm not telling you it's easy. I'm telling you it's kind of difficult. But the more and more you do it, like any practice, you get better at it, you see. And then as, as, as you continue to practice, your mind starts, your, your, your uh, life starts to shift. And then what, from, in my case, when it started to shift and I started to see these things happen, I'm like, oh, I ain't never stopping this. Mm-hmm. You know, once you, it's like going to the gym and starting to see muscles. You're like, oh, wow, these muscles are coming. I'm going to keep doing this. I like this. Mm-hmm. Well, it was that way in my mindfulness practice when I started seeing things happening. I'm like, oh, wow, my life is changing right before my eyes to mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to be here doing. My purpose is revealing itself right now. And I, if, if, you, if I would have told you 10 years ago that I would be even on a radio show or speaking in front of a bunch of people, or being a vegan, right. I would have told you to get out of here. Right. So let me ask you this, brother. Um, as far as earlier I talked about, well, the, the topic of the show basically is my mind is in control of my body. And earlier, I don't know if people heard me or not, but I'll say it again, um, his daughter probably could do more push-ups and sit-ups than you. <laughs> now, this little girl is amazing. Now, Monk, you told me a story about her doing that handstand and her just concentrating. Tell the people that story. So, yeah, so she is, like I said, she just did a little speech at the Veg Fest this last weekend. It blew me away. And I, I see her all the time, and it blew everybody away also. And she did some of her uh, her gymnastics. But she, this is her first year. She's, she's, I call her my little alien girl. It's her first year uh, doing this. And at the end of her uh, class, sometimes they do these little skills where they do have a little contest. Now, most of these girls have been in this thing their whole life since they were three years old or whatnot. So they have these, uh, they had a hand, a handstand contest, not a headstand, a handstand, which is much harder, of mm-hmm. course, and mm-hmm. to, to see who can do it the longest. So she did it for over four minutes and every, until everybody else, you know, went down. This is her first year. And then I asked her, I said, you know, well, how'd you do it? She said, well, all everybody else, they count to try to stay up. They have some kind of method of counting. And my daughter says, they don't understand that they're wasting energy. Mm. I just focus. Right? So, and I was like, I didn't even think about that. When you speak, you're actually using energy. So why would you speak when you're trying to do something that takes energy? So yeah, she's yeah, she's so tapped in. It's just, it's just unbelievable. But uh, yeah, she gets it. She she I learn from her on a, every time I'm with her. I learn from her. Wow. wow. Yeah, that's amazing. That's definitely amazing. Mark, tell tell us this. What are give us three things that someone can start with 
as far as this whole thing trying to uh, control the body with the mind? Give us three key things that they can start with. Control the body with the mind. Well, well, you have to have a mindfulness practice. You you have to be able to tame you this demon. If you can't, it's always going to win, you know. So, uh, you know, most people sit on the couch and they have good intentions on going to the gym, but they can't do it because the mind, the argument with the mind, the mind's always going to win. So we're the only species that can argue with ourselves, justify it, knowing that we're lying to ourselves and didn't do nothing. How many times have you talked yourself out of it? Right? So you have to have a, a, a mindfulness practice. And then... You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe. You have to have a belief in the knowing that you can do whatever you want to do along with your mindfulness practice. So first of all, starting one. Second of all is, is believing that you can do it. And the thing about it is we're, we're our biggest blockers, mm-hmm. right? We are unlimited. That means no limits. Right. And that's why in in cases of emergencies, people are picking up cars because they're not they're not saying I can't do it. They just know they have to do it. How is that possible? Mm. They went Mm -hmm. beyond the mind to that higher self to do things that were not physically able to They shouldn't be able to do. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. You're right. Right. How many times have you heard that? A lady picking up a car or something crazy like that. You know, it's just like, how did that happen? There's there's something that there's a power that we have that we don't even think we have that we can we can do these things, mm-hmm. and the third thing is don't believe the the negative self talk right as mm-hmm. much as much as it's there as much as it says that you are not able as much as it says that you can't as much as you said this is impossible you can't believe that. If that was the case, none of these people that were really successful, that everybody's been told they can't do it, right? Oprah. I mean, name anybody that's ever been super successful. They've been told that there's no way this is possible, that they, mm-hmm. they're they not going to be able to do these things. And they, they, they did it because they didn't listen to the negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. So I always tell my clients, where your mind goes, your body will follow. Where your mind goes, your life will follow. But in order to change that mindset, you have to go beyond that mind. It actually, on a physical level, changes the wiring in your brain. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. So meditation actually changes the brain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, it changes yeah. the thought process. It changes your decision-making. Mm-hmm. It changes your moods. It changes. Right. It, it's, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's so powerful. And that's why I suggest even with all my clients that I have, I put them through a meditation before I, the, mm-hmm. after I train them. And I suggest so, that they have a practice every day. So we found that through meditation that we literally are changing the gray matter of the brain, that there's a exactly. literal yeah. um, change in the synapses that's going on um, to help rewrite and reorder the thoughts um, that contribute to certain aspects of your limbic system, your emotional and behavioral health. And um, I read a study um, on a school that took out detention and these kind of punitive types of um, disciplinary actions and replaced it with mindful meditation. 
And what they found is that the the disciplinary um, problems that they were having out of the children just dis- basically disappeared. That when there's a right. time to acknowledge, you know, feelings and 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 situations that they're going through, that they go to this mindful meditation space um, that is creating um, a way for them to to kind of work through the issues. So you're absolutely right. Yeah, uh, it grows gray matter. Yeah, it grows gray matter. It's 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 incredible. Yeah, it is. Well, I want to uh, I want to tell the people out there really quick. You know, people. You know what what the brother Mark is talking about is real. Um, I want you guys to you guys can go and look up. There's a 21 day meditation challenge. If you go on uh, Deepak Chopra's site. You can find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It's really a good thing. You know, go ahead and check it out. You can start, you know, if you're a beginner, you know, whatever. If, you, if you're already doing it, you can do it too, you know. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, like I said, this platform, we're trying to heal the mind, the body, and the spirit. We have a passion for this, Gangsta Holistic. Okay, we want you guys to follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, also, but before we get out of here, I want the brother uh, I am vegan monk. You can follow him on Instagram at I am vegan monk. Uh, I want you to give some last words to the people, and then people don't go nowhere because we got this segment. Rhonda said, "Knock you out." Rhonda, she don't dig in that ass. Rhonda don't dig in that ass. She don't get in that ass, right? Okay. So, uh, brother monk, go ahead. Yeah, so it, 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 bottom line, it really is about body, mind, and spirit. And, and what and what what a lot of people don't talk about, and which I'm I'm all for, is man, we gotta start loving ourselves as 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 well as each other. And it, it doesn't matter what 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 race, what gender, what sexual orientation, whatever you got going on. Once we realize that we're all connected by this one light then the, the world will change, and we got to do our own work as individuals. If everybody does their own work as individuals, this world would be, it really would be a utopia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I definitely agree. All right. Well, brother, uh, give, your, uh, give your, uh, your contact information, you know, tell the people uh, what you're doing, what you got going on. Okay, you can find me, in, like you said, Instagram, I am Vegan Monk, on Facebook, Vegan Monk. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know what I got going on. You know, I'm just doing my work out here, man, trying to spread this uh, this word and, and give out this information to people. They may not uh, get it. And, you know, and if if anybody wants me to come to their area and speak, um, I do that. Um, yeah, I'm just here to help help people to heal themselves. You can't heal anybody, but just to give them the information that might May, may may make it click. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm here to do and, and to share my story uh, about this transformation process and help others do the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, You know, I can't let you get out of here without giving a shout out to, I believe it's the Plant Power Brothers. Oh, Plant Power Brothers, of course. Yes, and yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, we share yeah, information. Right. Yeah, we, we bring an awareness out here. So Plant Power Brothers, B-R-O-T-H-A-Z, and, and in Oakland, California, and you can find us on YouTube and on Instagram. 
uh, I think we even have a Facebook. Yeah, Plant Power Brothers. Yeah, we uh, just started that, matter of fact, for bringing that up because it's, it's fairly new. And I forgot to say it at my, uh, our speaking engagement. We all forgot to say it on our speaking engagement last Saturday. But, uh, yeah, thank you for that. But, yeah, we really are trying to help the community. We're getting gardens going in, in North Richmond and things like that where we're helping to support somebody putting a garden right in the inner city in the hood. So, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Now, oh, wow. now I'm going to warn y'all now. If y'all want to roll with the plant-based brothers, y'all better be ready to really, you know, get gangster because uh, they're from the town, y'all, and they get hyped. All right? <laughs> hey, you know, we had the, you know we had Dr. Milton Mills on there just uh, last week. You know who that is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, wow. From, right. from, uh, from, from what the hell? Yeah. yeah, exactly. What the hell, yep. Yeah, yeah. He from Oakland, but he lived on the East Coast. But we had him on the show the other day. You really got to check that episode out. It's about an hour and a half long. He drops information. Okay. Um, oh, man, he drops oh, so much information. Hey, you guys definitely check that out. All right, all right. So we're about to get into our segment. Uh, Rhonda, you know, y'all, y'all got some buckets of water or something. Y'all might need to get that ready because the girl is hot. You know, so it's about to go down, y'all. And uh, guess what, everybody? There is no guru, no person out there who's coming to save you. There's no magic pills. There's no magic potion. There's not, if you follow this, what this man's diet is, there are multiple paths to health and wellness. I wish that you all would stop with these fanatical views on everything. Uh, people are, are just doing more harm to their body just following behind someone. You don't even know if that person even knows what they're talking about. Listen, people, physiology doesn't change. Yes, there are certain pathways that vary uh, from person to person. But when you start taking your advice from gurus who have never looked at a pathophysiology book or I have any type of understanding about how the human body works, maybe you ought to do some research. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of seeing people get sicker uh, through these processes because you all aren't doing the research that you need to do. There is no magic guru. No one's plan right. is the right plan that's going to save you. Please understand. Do the work, people. Look, now, look, that's a well-whooped ass because I told Rhonda, uh, stop when the music stopped, and she just kept going on y'all, all right? Definitely. Do the research. This gentleman did the research. We see his outcome. Exactly. All right, all right. So we want to thank you guys for joining us, Gangsta Holistic, the pod. Staying better than yesterday, y'all. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And join us for our next show. We will have uh, Holistically Hilarious. All right, she teaches what they call laugh yoga. She's out of Dallas, Texas. And that will be on Wednesday, November the 7th, okay? Same time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Okay, that's uh, Wednesday, November the 7th, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, Holistically Hilarious. All right, peace and love, y'all. See y'all later.